pretty nerds. 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 Hi guys, welcome back to the Pretty Nerds podcast. This is your girl Fallon Deanne, and this is your girl Nay. Okay, how's everything been going? Um, it's been going okay. Um, I've been trying my hardest. I was trying my hardest not to drink at all during this quarantine. But I finally broke this week, and I had to go get me some champagne. At least no hard liquor. It's just some champagne for some mimosas and to um, wash down my Benadryls. But other than that, yeah, I've been doing okay. I'm a little over the quarantine. I really thought it would be done by May, but here we go. Ready to head into another month. So I don't know. What about yourself? I am over when I say officially, and I'm probably like, of course, an introvert, but I'm like over this. I'm like, I just want to go to the mall and pick up like 47 things. I have no plans on buying, but I just want to be there. <laughs> so I'm, yeah, I'm like you. I'm over it. Um, yeah, I'm just. And of course, I can't drink alcohol, but um, <laughs> I'm just, yeah, ready to, I'm even ready to go back into the office. And I thought I'd never say that. Like, I, of course, like in working from home is fine, but it's like, I miss my favorite office people, the other people, whatever. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that's it for me. Well, let us go ahead and jump into this week's hot topics. Let's start with the jokes a little bit cuz obviously it's fresh on everybody's mind. Teddy Riley versus <laughs> Babyface. <laughs> the dis- the disaster that was. <laughs> so for those of you guys who haven't been paying attention, um we've been covering it here a lot on the shows, the different IG battles that's been going on. They've been really good. Um some obviously better than others. Uh, everybody was looking forward to this Teddy Riley versus Babyface, and then yesterday yeah. happened. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I didn't even get a chance to like log into it. Um, but like when I woke up, I was like, "What are all of these like jokes about?" And I was like dying laughing. I'm like, "Bro." And I think this battle was, like, announced a couple of weeks ago, if I'm not mistaken. Announced, like, postponed, announced again. <laughs> be like, you still wasn't ready? Okay. Weird. But, yeah, the I mean, Black Twitter, of course, never disappoints, so. Yeah. Your boy, Teddy Riley, was doing entirely too much into think He wanted us to pay for that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> I saw one tweet where somebody was like, and he wanted us to pay for this. I would have found him and beat his ass. <laughs> Big facts. <laughs> oh. I was like, listen, even Timberlake, when I read that Timberland was, he was like, I was on my way over there. I was like, bro, this is ridiculous. Oh, but yeah, I mean, it was just really a case of overproduction and doing too much. Like, Teddy had a whole fucking camera crew, hype men, all this, and the sound was just trash. I just, I don't understand. All them people 
and nobody knew how to fix the fucking sound. I had like I got like a couple of DJs on like Instagram that was like, man, that was like a five minute fix, and he was like, and that was basically saying he was like doing too much. Be like, bro, you need to unplug some stuff. <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, but they have rescheduled it for tomorrow. As much as I don't want to tune in, it's like uh, it's like you just can't help it. Like you want to see <laughs> what's gonna happen in this. <laughs> Well, I need to see this train wreck live. Yeah, hopefully he simplifies and it just it goes off smoothly this time because it is a good battle. I mean, Teddy got some bops, Babyface got some bops, so it's gonna be a good battle if they could just battle, <laughs> get it off the ground. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Um, so staying kind of in the music realm. Jim Jones and French Montana, they have had beef for years and years and years and years and years and years and years. Um, this week, they decided to hash it out on IG Live and have officially squashed their beef. So they are not beefing anymore. I got to say, I'm super happy for it. I'm glad to see that they have mature grown man shit. Because they had like legitimate, like not just some music, sh- not no music shit. They had like legitimate real life if I see you in person type beef. So I'm glad to see that they was able to squash it up and kind of move on from that shit. That's good. It makes me, which I know it's no hope, but it's like, I wonder if 50 could ever do him and Jaru, which no, but at least want to wonder. Uh, I, I mean, those two, listen, I think everybody holds out hope. But at the same time, everybody know, like with those two, that shit is just so ingrained in the both of them that I don't I I ex- personally expect to see 50 versus Ja Rule like when I'm 70 years old like 50 <laughs> and Ja Rule still gonna be <laughs> still gonna be arguing so yeah. we'll see but yeah so I'm gonna give you some quick hitters um white folk news Demi Lovato um, pretty much, we know that majority of celebrities have Finsta accounts, um, but they are not dumb enough or, I guess, fucked up enough to actually post their face on it and get busted with their Finsta account. So, needless to say, she fucked up. I guess she didn't realize she was logged into her Finsta, and she recorded a video of herself, and so, yeah. Needless to say, Twitter was all over her with the whole Demi Lovato is over party. Basically, it's just like all all I can say for her is that I do not want to see her pulling her usual, why are y'all all bullying me and blah, 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 blah. Nah, sis, this one on you. <laughs> don't please don't get on here crying and expecting people to have sympathy for you. You all the way had a Finsta account where you was dragging people from Selena Gomez to Nicki Minaj to all kind of people. And then your dumb ass fucked up and posted your face on it. So deal with it and live with it. Listen, well, you know, the tears are coming. So that's just that goes along with the territory. Yeah. And I didn't really mean to. Well, why you make the account? Exactly. Exactly. That's my whole point. And it's like we know celebrities have Finsta accounts. I mean, we saw Kevin Durant got busted with one. Um, they say Drake got one. We know Beyonce ass probably got one. I mean, 
mad people we know have Finsta accounts, but still, they not dumb enough to really just be out here posting their whole fucking face on it. I'm just like, <laughs> like, so you didn't think, but like, let me check this and make sure I'm on the right thing, knowing that you at her wilding. Exactly. But yeah, like you said, I know the tears is coming. I already know. She gonna really get on there. I'm so sorry, but it's not fair that y'all are bullying me like this. You know I go through so much, and y'all gonna make me... No, sis. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Listen. <laughs> no, sis. You already just get ready. <laughs> um, speaking of, like, bullshit type news, well, I, I say bullshit because he, he's just irritated me beyond belief at this point rapper the game he was going through you know a sexual assault case he basically was denying it refusing to show up whatever he lost the case the young lady was granted a seven million dollar payout he's refusing to pay her he has been refusing to pay her and so the judge did what the judge had to do and garnished his record company that he established that well that he just established and his last album that he put out i think it was called born to rap garnished all of any profits anything any royalties anything that he makes off that will all go towards this young lady's judgment until you know he's paid back the young lady the seven million well paid the young lady the seven million that was awarded to her he of course gets on instagram flossing talking about y'all all out here counting my money showing out um, showing all his cars off, his house, um, you know, suitcases or whatever, fill the money and shit. And I'm just like, you ain't proving nothing to us. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All you had to do was pay the lady. I don't understand. What's the, what, like, what's the issue? And you still gonna have to pay her no matter what. Like, you, st- I don't understand when they don't show up. Philosophers be like, you ain't doing nothing but dragging out the the inevitable. You still gonna have to pay the person. I'm like, I, I don't get it. Basically, and then you getting on there flossing. That ain't nothing but more more shit right. that the judge can garnish. <laughs> okay, let me get them cards too. <laughs> right, like I don't. And get I'm it. like, that's foolish. You probably go, I ain't getting no money. Then you on here doing this. We like, bro. Who listen? I don't understand. I'm like, when it all came about, I'm like, so why he just don't go to court? And I'm like, we ain't gonna act like you ain't get messed up tendencies. Let's not mention do you love, but we're gonna move on. Facts. <laughs> and um, you said that you saw a message that T.I.'s daughter Deja posted. Yeah, it was very, I guess you can say like cryptic. She didn't come out and say exactly um basically what happened but she it was like a, what would you say to your younger self someone asked she was answering questions let me go back she was answering questions on ig and one of the questions like what is the message that you would give to your younger self and it was just basically about you know you can make it through anything nothing is your fault um and she and people were like well what happened and she was like i'll let y'all know when i'm ready to tell what happened so, of course, in true fashion, people get on, like, the blog comments. It's like, this is why T.I. did what he did. And I'm like, no, because you don't have to do all that. To, that makes it actually worse. Yeah. I was like, in the grand scheme of things, if something happened to your child and this is how you react, 
that makes it worse. If that was there, I was like, I wouldn't want to think that that would be it. But I'm like, you guys have to understand, like, she want a long period without her father. I'm like, it could just technically be like, you know, them not being together and he building another family somewhere else. And not saying that, you know, Tiny seems like she's a good stepmother or bonus mom, but I'm like, it's a difference when you're, you know, a bonus child and you're not staying in the household and all of that. So I was like, you just never know. I was like, of course, I wish the best for her, but I'm like, y'all still need to stop taking up for T.I. because what he did was trash. It will always be trash no matter what she went through. And it makes it worse if it was anything where someone was like abusing her. That makes it even worse. Exactly. That that adds to the trauma. You know what right. I mean? So, you know, I'm with you. I don't want to jump to conclusions as far as what it is that she's talking about. Obviously, she went through something, um, but I'm not going to jump all the way out the window with it just yet. I'm going to give her her chance to tell her story however she wants. Because like you said, it could be anything. I mean, she could have. She's already talked about her struggle with uh, depression and all that. So it could just be something related to her mental health that she went through maybe she was suicidal you never know anything like that could be the cause that of what she's discussing what she's talking about so I don't want to jump all the way out the window but I'm with you like there's no defending what T.I. did and if he did you know and if those things did occur all that did was further trigger her trauma right so yeah yeah but prayers to her hopefully you know it seems like she is working through things maybe she's seeing you know maybe she has a therapist and it's just bringing up all of kind of the stuff that she went through and she's becoming more comfortable with talking about it and just growing into her own person so good luck to her with all of that same how I feel and I was like I'm thinking outside of tiniest oldest daughter she's technically like they're like it's the a little age gap, but it'll be, it'll be interesting to see. Well, I'm not going to say interesting, but when she's comfortable telling her own story, I mean, I'm pretty sure she would be surrounded with love because people, you know, reached out to her with the whole, your dad is a, a jerk <laughs> basically. Um, so yeah. Yeah. Um, also, I guess it took place on IG. I'm not sure. Or it was maybe in like an article or something. I don't know. There's some type of interview that happened because I don't really know how. Because I know a lot of celebrities are doing like interviews from like their homes and stuff like that. But none, neither, uh, nonetheless, Holly Berry, she said that she has been single for the past three years and that she is considering staying single forever. She said that she enjoys it. Um, and that this she was always in a rush before to kind of, you know, beat her part or be with somebody or whatever. So she kind of rushed into relationships. But she said that this time she is just going to wait till it feels right until it's right. She's not going to rush anymore and care about, you know, her being single or whatnot. And mm-hmm. I saw some people criticizing her for that. And I'm like, why? Holly Berry's in her 50s. Like, if she's done with bull- the bullshit and she finally at the stage in her life where she's just like, fuck it, I'm going to do me. And if the shit come along, it come along. If it don't, I'm good. Then why are people hating on her for that? 
I mean, what can you hate about me? Like that lady has been through, I'm like, and a lot of us are, and I, when I say a lot of us, not necessarily just every millennial, because I know we're probably like in the mid millennial range, but, or myself, but I'm like just reading about how much she went through with her early dating years where like she was abused, abused. So I can see this, like, listen, I'd had a child. That's what I wanted. It, you know, it didn't work out in that relationship. So listen, let me just take a step back. So I mean, I couldn't hate on her for that. But like, listen, I understand. I was in my twenties. Like, listen, I'm I'm done. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> like, oh. real life at her just twenty. Be like, Mm-mm, this this can't be real life. Yeah, I'm with you. I gave up after like. Like twenty five, I was like, "Fuck you!" <laughs> I, I've retired from the game. The shit, if the shit happened, it happened. If it don't, and well, I just it ain't meant. It is like exactly. It just ain't meant for me. Mm. Um, I guess we can jump into like the the political stuff. Um, obviously the coronavirus is still out here heavy. We just saw Jacksonville kind of being the first. They reopened their beaches. We saw that Texas is scheduled, I think, next week to be the first state to officially open back up. Um, A lot of states are kind of, I guess, watching Texas to kind of see what happens with that whole situation. Um, Yeah. It wouldn't be me, but <laughs> I'm not out here to be the guinea pig, but you know, more power to y'all. <laughs> Can't do it. Like I told my mom, I was like, I don't give a damn if Governor Lee be like, hey, we're back open. I'm gonna let y'all go ahead and y'all go first. Um, as bad as I want to get out the house, I'm like, it's not that serious. Um, and I was like, I understand, okay, it's impacting the economy, but I'm like, had the person that we call the president went ahead and shut it down months ago, it would have still impacted the economy, but I don't think it would have, would have been as bad. I'm like, but when you take last, you know, do last minute things, you get last minute results. Um, but I do think they're playing with people's lives. Yeah. Big facts. I just couldn't, I just couldn't imagine. Like I get being stir crazy and wanted to get out the house, but I just, it couldn't be me. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not finna be y'all guinea pig. Like all those people that was out on that beach yesterday, the whole, like when I saw the picture, all I could think about was uh, the germs. And they had so many new cases. That was interesting. I know it wasn't all over Florida, but it was like thousands of new cases just this last week alone. So I'm like, it's going to be interesting to see like what comes of that. And I, I mean, I will say this. I'm not an advocate of staying in the house 24-7. I still, I take walks um, just to get out the house. But the social part or like parties and all that, uh-uh. nope, ain't gonna make it. Yeah, I agree. But it's crazy. Um, also, we saw in Kenya, the Kenya ambassador, he's getting some backlash because, or the president, I'm not sure. But he's getting some backlash because in their like coronavirus, virus package he sent out Hennessy with it so obviously he's facing some backlash for that listen 
I was like, okay. Um, and I don't know, I guess, cause I figured like, sometimes when I read Americans like comments, I'm like, bro, every liquor store, I, for what I know, every state consider a liquor, consider liquor stores essential. He just went ahead and gave it to you. Facts. I'm like, because who's saying they probably can't go out and buy their own alcohol. So it's like, here, here you go. Should you gonna want it anyway? I'm like, yeah, it's Hennessy. He didn't even give y'all like Palmer Stone or something. He gave them Hennessy. So I'm like, I mean, I didn't. I was like, shit, that's what's up. Yeah, I didn't see the necessity for the backlash. Like you said, pretty much every state. I don't think there's any state that actually shut down any li- liquor stores. They were all deemed essential. Um, so, yeah, you know what I mean. All the states that have marijuana that is legal uh they were all deemed as essential businesses so they still out here being able to you know get their smoke on as well so listen i don't what's the issue why y'all listen people are stuck in the fucking house losing jobs let motherfuckers just if they need to drink have a little drink here or there if they need to have a little smoke here or there just to calm their nerves and shit let them do them. I know some of my friends out here going to start crazy because they badass kids is begging for food every two fucking seconds. So I don't blame them for needing a little drink. <laughs> I don't. Like, y'all go to bed so I can go and pour up because y'all get all my last nerve. <laughs> so that's what I was like. I mean, okay. Yeah, exactly. I don't see the, I don't see the cause for the backlash unnecessary in my opinion i know we're probably like going in that direction but i guess like just moving um so of course i kind of track the numbers i don't do it as much as i was doing it at first just to keep my anxiety down mm-hmm. so do you believe china is telling the truth about their numbers i'll say that i don't think so just because if i look at the just in relation to the other places that have the situations that are going on, um, it just doesn't, it don't add up. You know what I mean? Um, Especially with China, China being as densely, densely populated as it is, the numbers just don't add up. You know what I mean? Like the only, the places that we are seeing that have, the lower numbers or we're just like, cause it, I just saw a report where they said Sweden has had probably the like least as far as like their response to coronavirus has been kind of carefree. They just been depending on social distancing or whatever like that. Um, and they haven't had to really do any like heavy laws. They haven't had to do a shutdown or anything like that. And it's just because in their, their country, it's just, natural like they said most of their their households are one people households so they have a lot of single a single a lot of single population um so you know what i mean like though it's easier for them to social distance and so that's why it's been easier for them to flatten their curve that way without having to go into a full lockdown but with china it's like as dense as that country is as far as population is concerned i just don't see it yeah that's the same thing. I was like, so y'all been at eight or something thousand for weeks? Okay. Yeah, no. <laughs> Be like, at least make it believable. Yeah. 
I mean, I definitely, I definitely think them shutting down for as long as they did helped. But I just don't see it being their numbers dropping as drastically as they've dropped. But I guess staying in China, all the reports about the kind of the racism that's going on there with towards Africans. Yeah, um, I actually like saw this week or just a couple of days ago, an article that a pregnant lady, she's African, um, was turned around at the hospital. Like she couldn't even go to get medical help um, at the hospital, of course, of course, because she's African. Of course, we've seen the last couple of weeks um, where Africans were kicked out of their homes. They couldn't stay at hotels. They were actually on the streets, um, homeless, McDonald's. Um, and of course, they're franchised, so you can't. McDonald's holds some of the blame, but then at the same time, it's like that owner um, is basically the bears the brunt of it um, with the racism. And I guess I find it ironic because when it first kind of hit the news about the treatment of like African people, and of course, you have you know, black people saying like, okay, the anti-blackness, this is not anything new we experience in America, you know, all of this, it was like all of these think pieces popped up like, oh, well, you know, we're minorities as well. And, you know, all Chinese people are not like this and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, but you keep having these instances like, bro, why can't they be treated at hospitals? Why are they being kicked out of McDonald's? Like, and then why are you so quiet about it? Because at first it was, you know, you were upset about the racism that you were receiving because people were calling it a Chinese virus. So it was all of these things. And you had people standing in solid, black people standing in solidarity with you in total, like huge masses. And then like now when we fast forward these couple of weeks, it's like, so where are the think pieces at now calling out your your fellow brother and saying, Hey, you're wrong Very on a true. large level. Very true. Yeah. I, like, I don't know. I just couldn't imagine being there. And I guess like when I, of course, travel has been suspended, but even when I like traveled a lot, that was never one of my top 10 places. And it was because like reading people like, Oh, when you go there, they're like, Oh, they want to touch you don't do that yeah (laughs) it's definitely um it's definitely different like because i had to when i went to bali i had to travel through china um it's definitely a different experience to go there and just to see the the difference in the way that the chinese people treat and approach black folks but um, and and it's and it's it's interesting because I don't think that I just don't think that they on like a broad scale they they think that that you know what I mean like they feel like they're doing anything that's wrong in 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 the essence I guess I don't know you know what I mean because it's just for them it just seems like that's you know how they do things or they don't seem like they. Like they, you know what I mean? Like they even realize that it's it's wrong or it's, you know what I mean? Like their their racism. 
Yeah. And I think that's, that kind of makes it like, okay, yeah, I don't want anything to happen to people or whatever. But at the same time, it's like, you don't even get to like a different country and be like, you know what, let me tone down, you know, my anti-blackness and racism a little bit. It's like, you still go full throttle and be like, bro, no. But then at the same time, it's like, oh, well, we did stand in solidarity for Black Lives Matter. Be like, okay, it was a hundred people out there. But can you say the same thing about nail shop owners being black men, women with sticks or shop owners killing, you know, a black teenager. No, I'm like just the same way. A hundred people stood out for black lives matter. There were thousands of people protesting. So the officer that killed the young guy in New York didn't go to jail. Yeah. Very so true. I'm like, yeah. But what else? Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm not going to say what else. Like, I really do hope. I'm like, I know there was like some talk about trying to get them out of there. So I'm like, hopefully that aid comes to, you know, to the Africans where they can at least. Well, I did, not, see, um, see, I did see that they, um, I know that some of the, I believe it may have been the the guy in Kenya who was sending planes for Africans to bring them back to, you know what I'm saying, to Africa Mm -hmm. to get them away from China so that they do not have to face that type of racism, you know, during a pandemic. So I'm with you. Hopefully there's some sort of resolution to it. Definitely. I agree. Um, I don't know. I just don't think that it's, I don't know. It's probably not a place that I could ever visit. Yeah. It wasn't, like I said, when I went through there and I was just in the airport it was not my favorite place to be. Let's just leave it at that. <laughs> like I, I wholeheartedly was like, okay, I'm ready to get up out of here. And like, it, it sucked because it was my longest layover. So I had to sit in there for like hours on end. And then like on my way back, like they had a storm. So that increased my layover to like hours upon hours upon hours. Like they even had to reroute like my because I missed my original flight so they had to find me another flight and reroute it so I was up in there for you could imagine I was up in that bitch for like ever and I was just like "Ah, nope never again (laughs) (laughs) but on lighter note I guess let's move into the television space um we saw last week the new season of Insecure premiered um I didn't talk about it because I had to wait to watch it on YouTube because I do not currently have HBO because HBO want too much goddamn money to add to my Hulu package. But um, So I watched it free on YouTube a couple of days later. Have you had a chance to see the first episode? No. Okay, so I'm not going to talk about it too much. All I'm going to say is that in the, the first lot, like the first beginning of the episode, Basically, this season is going to be like a, a throwback, I guess, to of leading up to Issa planning. Because, you know, last season she got her idea to do her block party. Um, so it's going to be like a throwback to her leading up to her throwing her big, you know, bash, her big party or whatever. But in the first very beginning of the the episode, we see where she is on the phone. Issa's on the phone and she's just like. To be honest, I don't even fuck with Molly like that no more. 
All I'm going to say is, it is about fucking time. I have been waiting for four seasons for her to get to that point. And I want to see how, like, through this, the rest of the season, how it develops and how we finally see her cut ties with Molly. If they, you know, if they fully cut ties, more than likely it'll just be an argument. But mm. I wonder what happens. Hmm. Well, I mean, if we think about it, right, over these past th- three seasons, Molly ain't been, like, the best friend. You know what I mean? It's almost like Molly only really be happy for Issa when Molly is up. If Molly is down, like she don't want Issa to be above. You know what I mean? You you met that. I've had a person. friend like that had. <laughs> yeah. Who they only want to fuck with you when you down. Like, but if you up and they, you know, or if you doing better than them, it's like, nah. So yeah. Mm. Okay, I gotta catch up. Watch mm. it, cousin. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna wait till the next the episodes premiere on YouTube. Cause, like I said, I refuse. HBO is the everybody else is giving deals and shit, so you can watch <laughs> it. And I'm just like HBO. I'm not spending. I already spend, you know, for my Hulu package. I'm not gonna spend another thirteen, fourteen, fifteen dollars just to add HBO on there. Y'all tripping. HBO is, is one of the most expensive streaming services out there. It's fucking ridiculous. And the crazy thing about it is like, shit, Hulu is already expensive. I don't know if nobody, I'm like, I got the, of course, the package with the no commercials, and I'm like, I don't want to pay this much. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I won't complain because I do enjoy my no commercials. <laughs> I do. I really do listen. It comes clutch because I'm like, I get Philo as well, and I'm like, Man, these fucking commercials are getting on my nerves. Yeah. So yeah. I ain't gonna lie. I've become I have become spoiled. Who has spoiled the fuck out of me? Cause now when I watch like because my parents just have like regular TV. Damn these fucking commercials every two seconds. Like I'll just wait till the show premiere on Hulu tomorrow so I ain't gotta watch these damn Listen, that's how I am with Law and Order because I'm like, okay, I can watch it on TV on Thursday or I can just wait tomorrow and it'd be 42 minutes and no commercial. I'll wait tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Speaking of TV, so there's a show, new show on Netflix called Black AF. So Black as Fuck, basically. Um, it's from the creator of Blackish and Grownish and all of that. And essentially, people are going ham about the show because Rashida Jones stars as, so the actual creator, I think his name is Kenyon Burris. He, Mm. if you know his story, you know that he is married to a mixed woman who's an anesthesiologist. They have like six kids, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Basically, that's the preface of where he got blackish, blah, 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 blah. So black as fuck kind of is like, uh, blackish on steroids because basically they're on Netflix and they don't have to abide by the what is it like network TV standards basically. So, but people are angry about it because according to them, Rashida Jones isn't black, so she therefore should not be in a show called Black Sweat. Um, honestly, I'm sick of this conversation. I'm sick of this. Um, as far as when people talk about black folks and black women, I, y'all got to stop 
you know what I'm saying? Thinking that y'all can determine people's blackness just by their complexion. Like, that shit's not cool. Stop telling people they ain't black enough. Like, I'm sick of hearing that shit. But that ain't even the whole conversation. The conversation gets even deeper from there because not only are people pissed about that, it has led to a bigger conversation about all of the shows in general, uh, blackish, grownish, mixedish, and black as fuck. And that the I guess the consensus has is that they are black shows that are made for white audiences. What are your thoughts on like all of the the whole topics? So, I mean, looking at Rashida Jones, I'm like, I don't get black. And I mean, I know people like, oh, you can look, but when at some point, blackness is a phenotype. Like, race is a social construct to be like, oh, you know, you're black, white, age, whatever. And I just feel like you already get rainbow and blackish. What's the point of keep pushing this? And he, I know like when it first came out, he was like, well, you know, this is my family and, you know, this is, but black families don't look, all, most black families don't look like that. Like when you just being honest about it, it's two like clear ass, black ass people together as a family. And I'm like, you already got Rainbow, which she's mixed in real life and on the show. Um, then you have another show, Same Deal. I mean, I don't understand the point of just every show. And if it's black as fuck, it to me, it should be black as fuck. And I just don't get it from him. Well, but my thing is, is that if all of the shows that he is making are based on his experience as a black man so his family his you know what i'm saying his life then i mean i can't knock and say oh well you know the the woman that he's going to be end up being with is you know a light-skinned mixed woman because that's who he's married to he's married to a light-skinned mixed woman so blackish is supposedly like i said it's 100 percent supposed to be based on them or whatnot um he even named the the character rainbow after his real life rainbow and then black as fuck is literally is i guess like i said it's supposed to be the extension of blackish but without the the network tv kind of constraints and he put himself in the he stars as the the husband in the show and then rashida jones plays his wife so again, I mean, if it's supposed to be based on his life, then I guess I cannot I can't knock someone for telling their story how they want to tell their story. You know what I mean? Like we oftentimes we complain about black, you know, the black black TV and black movies and everything like that and how they're always so one-sided and it's always the same stories and the same everything like that. And we always say how we need more black creators and black writers to tell different stories and blah, blah, blah. So it's like when we get that and it's not the what we typically see, you know what I mean? It's not the quote unquote what we typically see from, you know, what we're used to seeing. Then it's also a complaint. It's like if we want we can't be like we want to see different stories, but not this different story. You know what I mean? Because, I mean, if that's, his, if that's his story, I can't be mad at him for telling it how he want to tell it. But he'd already told it. And Blackish is like, so you're going to come out Blackish? Because, I mean, 
blackish nothing wrong because you do have a blackish family but it's like i mean there's no dimension if you're gonna come out and do the same thing and you're like oh there's no you know network tv constraints be like bro some of the stuff and I know it's to be like, oh, you know, we do deal with microaggressions in the workplace. And, but some of the stuff on Blackish that, like, even the manager says, I'm not a fan of, like, because my manager, boss, whatever said that, I don't care who said it. I'm going to HR or I'm going to the board. So I don't, I don't know. I know I won't be watching it. Um, but, I mean, well, I'm not mad about it, but I just won't be tuning in. Well, I ain't gonna lie. Black as fuck, I wasn't gonna watch anyway because I saw the commercials for it on Netflix and it didn't seem interesting. Um, but I do enjoy Blackish. Um, you know, it's a good show to me. I enjoy it. It's a nice comedy. It shows, you know, uh, it's not the same old, same old. The family isn't struggling. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's just, it's a different side of the Black experience that we don't always get to see on TV. So that's what I enjoy about Blackish. Plus, I love Tracy Ellis Ross. I'm not going to lie to you. I adore her <laughs> and I will support her probably in anything that she does because she is just awesome and I love her. And um, and as far as Grownish is concerned, I think that with that show, that's just, I think people were expecting because it had, um, it brought Yari from blackish on the show that they were expecting it to just be a black show i guess i don't know but if the preface of the show really is just about you know young kids in college and what they go through in college and and in all honesty they're not even people i'm like she's at a predominantly white college which is a lot of our experiences unfortunately because <laughs> not all of us went to a hbcu um it and and how she and her group of very diverse friends are dealing with that at a college experience. So I don't know, I guess I just don't like this idea or this notion that because it's not what we typically see on TV as far as how black folks are depicted, that that somehow means it's for white people. Because all black people are not the same. Unfortunately, I mean, I, I, and I don't say that, I'm not even gonna say unfortunately. All black people, we are not the same. We all do not grow up the same way. And I feel like every spectrum of black person deserves to be shown in every type of way, every trope of it. Some black folks do grow up in the suburbs. Some black folks grow up in the hood. Some, you know what I mean? Some black mm -hmm. folks grow up poor. Some folks grow up rich. Like we all have very diverse and different experiences. And I'm just happy that we are finally getting to see some of that. Diver I mean, we still have, let's be honest, we still have a long way to go. You know what I mean? Because it's still, if you look at a lot of the shows on TV now, they all, a lot of them still have the stereotypical black friend or, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Or the black cast member that's just thrown in there just so that black people can't say, why you ain't got no black people on there? So... <laughs> I'm just happy that we're finally getting to see some other stories that's just not always kind of the same, you know, same blah, blah, blah that we always see. But, I mean, at the same time, I know that there's going to, we got, you know, there's going to be talks about it, obviously, 
There's going to be complaints about it. It's not going to be perfect. But I'm just like, damn, can we can we get in there first? Like, can we get <laughs> some more shit on TV, some more movies out there and then be like and then pick this shit apart? Like, can we get even on the same even playing field as white folks where they can tell whatever type, type of fucking stories that they want to tell in any type of way that they want to tell it and then pick that shit apart? I'm just saying. I don't know. I don't know. I just, I don't know. I still feel like um, he just tell the same story. Like, bro, I don't know. I just, when I get the feeling of black as fuck, like you can still have a, you know, a good black story without, you know, I mean, I don't know. I just thought black as fuck. I'm like, okay, it's going to be black as fuck. Well, I'll be completely honest with you. I really didn't expect much when I saw that he was going to be starring the show. I'm just going to be honest. <laughs> when I saw that he was going to be starring in the show, I was like, yeah, I'm not expecting much from this. Um, which is why I wasn't going to tune in to begin with. Um, because like I said, I just, and anytime, anytime that you see like typical, like writer, director folks who aren't really like, actor actors who jump it behind you know who jump in front of the camera the shows don't always turn out to be that great so I wasn't expecting much from it but at the same time I'm just like well shit I'm I still can't I can't find it in my space to just like knock a black person down for being like fuck it if they're gonna give me a show and let me do my shit I'm gonna just <laughs> go in and do whatever they gonna let me put you know what I mean like fuck it I can't knock him for getting his coins and and doing his thing. I I mean, hopefully, maybe with some of the criticism that he's getting, he will diversify and we'll see him do other different types of shows or we'll see him do, you know, who knows? I mean, every all creatives have their own kind of lane and the way that they they do things. You know what I mean? Not everybody Mm -hmm. loves Tyler Perry ass either, but... Some people adore him. Some people hate the shit that he do. But at the same time, salute to the black man for getting his coin. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I can't can't do it. All right. So I'm trying to see. Do we have any other hot topics for this week? I feel like that's it. Um, Yeah, I don't think so. I don't see anything else on the list. So let's go ahead and move into the relationship portion of the week. Alrighty. So I guess I will first. Um, there was a um, basically like a tweet where a guy gives his shout out to his girlfriend. And it's basically him thanking her for staying around while he drug her through the mud and did whatever he wanted to do. And now she has a child with him and I guess he's going to do right. And um, I'm in this group and this girl that's in the group was saying like she had a friend like that, that she eventually after he told her like, Oh yeah, you know, my child's mother, she stuck with me through this. And I think now I want to marry her. And she was just like, after that point, she lost all respect for him. She did check him, was like, you know, you wrong. But she couldn't talk to him ever again because she was like, that was just, that just showed the type of person that he was. So I guess my question is a woman, 
um, when you have male friends and they do stuff like that, do you feel obligated to like check them? It depends on the friendship. Like if it's like a, if it's somebody that like is legit a friend and I can see them as like a part of my longtime friend group, then absolutely. I will check them just like I would check my female friends, just like I check my family, whatever. But if it's just like one of those people who's like friend acquaintance, like it can go either way with, then no, nah, I'm just going to cut the relationship off and not talk to your ass more. <laughs> so, <laughs> what about yourself? Oh, I like definitely will say something. Um, I have like one male best friend and I used to tell him, I'm like, listen, don't call me no more. Cause he'd be like, Mike, this the one right here. I'm like, bro, it was the one last week. And then he'll be like, oh, you want to talk to my best friend? And then of course the girl be like, yeah, I talked to her. I don't have I'm like, child, I just talked to somebody last week. No. But eventually I had to tell him like, bro, you got to chill. Like, and I like, not even like, oh no, I'm just going to talk to this two girls. I was like, no, literally chill. I was like, you are basically just running through women. And I'm like, it's not fair to them. And I'm like, and then you got them on the phone all hyped and shit, knowing that whatever you get from them, whatever your motive is, after you get it, you're not going to talk to them again. So I was like, I'm definitely like that person be like, and I will say like, if you that trifle, like, I don't want to talk to you no more. Cause I feel like you just not a good person. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I, I definitely, I definitely see where you're coming from on that because who wants to have that kind of negativity and like just drama around them? Like I value my peace, man, in all facets. So if you are bringing any type of like drama or any type of disturbance to my peace over her, listen, <laughs> I will reevaluate the relationship real quick. Well, that was my question. All right. So my relationship question for this week is I have been watching. I told you I'm a fan of the show Married at First Sight. And one of the couples that were together, like one of the biggest relationship issues that they had or that came up was that the woman, she was always she always had a need to social media, everything like anytime they went you know anytime they went on a vacation or went on any type of trip or did any any type of date she had to take fit photos of it take pictures of it like she was taking pictures of her meals she social media everything she had to be everything had to be on social media so my question to you is if that was your partner and you know they basically had to do everything on social media would it bother you um, you know, would it be a deal breaker for you? Could you put up with it? Like, what are your thoughts? Um, it would definitely bother me. I don't know if it would be a deal breaker necessarily. Um, my husband was one of those people. Like, I don't do social media and people, if you eat, you got to put it on there. If you go to the bathroom, you got to put it on there, which I'm like, no one puts their on the bathroom on social media, but in who, um, it would definitely bother me because I feel, especially like if we're at dinner, be like, this is my time. Don't even put your phone out. You know, I, 
that would definitely irk me. And like even vacation, like I'll pull my phone out and maybe, you know, take a picture from at the beach or, you know, we're at some big monument, but not something that's constant or consistent. Be like, it would really irk me because when I want my time, like quality time is my love language. So like when it's my time, it's my time. You need to unplug from social media, whatever you want to do, you need to unplug from it. So it would definitely bother me. And it may, now that I think about it, it may be a deal breaker for me to be like, so I need to be number one right now. (laughs) Yeah. What about yourself? So for me, it wouldn't be a deal breaker. Um, It would just be a conversation. Um, You know, because I get that some people are just social media is just like they're entertainment there you know what I mean there some of them is their livelihood especially if there was if it was their livelihood I'd get it so I would you know talk it would be a conversation like a like okay this irks me um that you have to do everything has to be on social media so we got to set some boundaries as far as when you know what I mean when it's cool when it's okay whatever like if we had dinner and you know it's something romantic and we trying to woo 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 then I don't need you on your phone like I need like you said I need all the attention I need all the focus right here on what we doing um if we just bullshitting around or whatever like that then fine do what you do I get it that's how you get your coins whatever um I ain't gonna hate on you but if it got to the point where after we had the conversation and you still wasn't getting it or it was an issue for you then then it would eventually I guess turn into a deal breaker because it'd be like well fuck it if you can't compromise on this with me or if you can't work with this on with me then it won't work and definitely. it's better that we find it out now than down the line you know definitely agree. all right so that is the relationship portion for this week Let's go ahead and move into any type of like new books, music, TV, anything like that. You got anything that you want to put out there in the space? So, um, of course, well, and I actually thought about it. I'm a documentary type person. Um, I guess this was following a documentary, but on Hulu, there is a series about how to catch a smuggler. So it's basically about people trying to get stuff through the airport or smuggle stuff in through the airport, which it's just crazy. Cause I'm like, how in 2020, 2019, why would you still take that risk? But anywho, um, it's very interesting just to see how people try to get stuff in here. Um, and even through, I would think like maybe shipping stuff, they'd be like, okay, I can see that kind of happening. But people like carrying stuff in with them. Like one dude was about to pass out. They had to transport him to the hospital because he had to like get it out of his system. Um, and I'm like, that's a federal crime. It, it was just, it's crazy, but it's a good series. Um, I think I binge watched it in like one day um, while at work. Mm-hmm. And uh, of course, the new music, my guys, the vision came out with the new album. It dropped Thursday. Um, I was able to listen to it on, on Friday. It's not 
and it's one of them things, you know how like when an artist come out or artists come out, a group, whatever, come out and you like their first CD you loved. And I know like as a fan, it's like everything is not going to be that first CD or their first album. So like stop doing that comparison. But of course I can't. So I'm like, it's not September 5th. It's not their first album. But yeah, it's it's cool. It's a couple of songs on there that I'm like, you know, yep. I like them to my faves, um, but you can definitely tell it's like they're going into like a different direction. They still get their R and B like vibes, mm-hmm. but they definitely going in like more upbeat and all of that. So, mm. I guess I mean I'm still fans and still go to shows for them, but it's different. But okay, I enjoyed it. Okay. Anything else? No, that's all for me. Um, so for me, I uh, haven't really done any like new music or whatever like that. There hasn't been anything that has like just popped out that I've been interested in checking out. Um, this came out lately. Uh, so kind of been listening to the same old, same old per usual. Um, on TV, I checked out on Netflix. I checked out, they have a new show called Outer Banks. Um, I think, yeah, Outer Banks. I checked it out. I didn't think I was going to like it, but I was just, I couldn't sleep one night and I was up. And surprisingly, I sat up the whole and watched the whole series. Um, so I didn't think I was going <laughs> to like it, but it was, it was interesting enough. It held my attention through my uh, insomnia. So whatever that says about it, it was an interesting show. Um, it's currently in the little top 10 on Netflix. So I guess other people like me, you know, checked it out and were like, oh, it's interesting. Um, so if you're one of those people who enjoy stuff about like, it's because it's about basically a kid, you know, some poor kids and some rich kids and the poor kids are on like a treasure hunt. And anyway, it's, it's fairly interesting for whatever it's worth. So obviously if you want to check that out, I would say check it out. Um, I told you guys last week I was going to check out Code 8 and I didn't. I was going to start. I've been looking to start it all week and I just haven't. I will more than likely probably either start it tonight or tomorrow night and finish it. Um, So I'll talk about that next week. But um, aside from that, nothing else really been going on. Oh, I checked out... um, I don't think I mentioned it on last week's show, but I went back and I watched the second episode of Vagrant Queen um, on Sci-Fi, and I didn't even make it through the second episode. It's still sitting on my little playlist. I made it like halfway through. So yeah, I do not think that it is going to be a series that I continue. Um, and like I said, it pains me because I love to support Black folks. Um, especially black leads in sci-fi type of any type of like uh, science fiction, fantasy, anything like that, because we don't often get those opportunities, especially to be a lead, but it is not for me. I cannot finish it or sit through it, but yeah. So that's it for me as far as TV and music and books and all that jazz. Um, anything else that you want to talk before I jump into the nerd moment? Nothing else for me. All right. So this 
week's nerd moment is in relation to Comic-Con. I am so sad to report this, but for all of you nerds out there like me who look forward to the yearly Comic-Cons and all of their messiness that always ensues with all of our favorite um, television shows and actors and things of that nature, this year's Comic-Con has officially been canceled Um, They say it will be resumed in 2021, but we shall see because they are saying there is like a report going around that like big live events like that, including concerts, may not even resume until like the fall of 2021. So that sucks because we're definitely going to miss the messiness of Comic-Con for those of you who all um, are Comic-Con fans like I am and enjoy all that good goodness that happens at comic-con hopefully maybe some of the shows um or some some of the shows and movies and things like that they'll do like stuff maybe on ig or facebook or whatever um basically try to find some way to give us some type of something um it leading up to the the next next year seasons or whatnot um also speaking of new television shows the CW will be premiering on May, I think, 19th or something or other, somewhere in the middle of May, their new show, Stargirl. Um, I will be 100% in telling you guys that I will not re- be talking about Stargirl or reporting on Stargirl. It is not my cup of tea. Um, I'm not really super into, like, the teenage superhero scene, so I will not be talking about it on the show but for those of you who are looking forward to it it will be premiering in may so yeah good luck on that one (laughs) (laughs) um anywho uh that is it for the nerd moment of the week and that is all that i have for the show anything else on your end fallon nothing else for me all right so as usual i want to thank you guys for tuning in and listening and supporting our show Um, If you go on our SoundCloud page, uh, we are like a lot of other SoundCloud artists or, you know, podcasters. We've added the little button on SoundCloud where you can make your donation to support the show. So it's just like a little donate now button. You click on it and you can donate to our show, um, you know, so that we can make it through this pandemic and continue to bring you guys great content and all of that jazz. Uh, also, if you visit the website, that al- always helps. The website is prettynerdspodcast.com, as well as subscribe to our YouTube page. It's just Pretty Nerds Podcast. Pretty much everything is Pretty Nerds Podcast. <laughs> um, also, if you guys want to any topics or anything like that that you want us to discuss here on the show, any relationship questions, email us at prettynerdspodcast at gmail.com and we will give you a shout out on the show and, you know, talk about whatever it is that you want us to discuss. As usual, stay safe. Thank you guys for listening and good night. Good night. <laughs>